Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska, and this is today's Bible class. A short Bible study every single day, only about 13 or so minutes each day, but it keeps us in God's Word and that helps us to stay strong in our faith, since faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. It also helps keep us focused on our relationship with God and our spiritual lives and helps us to have a more positive spiritual mindset to be able to deal with life every day. Help people in your life turn their lives around by getting them into God's Word by sharing these short studies with them every day through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means with family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You may help somebody turn their life around. You may help somebody come to God for forgiveness and salvation through Jesus Christ. You may help them get to heaven. What a great blessing that will be for them and for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today. We're going to finish up our line of thought and study. We're talking about another one of those heart problems that we have been discussing, different particular ones along through this series, and this one has dealt with worry. Now, a lot of people might not think of that as being a heart problem, but it certainly can be. We're not talking about occasionally letting ourselves lapse into a moment or a short period of time where we worry about somebody or something. We're talking about somebody who just worries. And, and that's a whole lot of us. I mean, we worry about things all the time, don't we? At least that is very common, a very common characteristic within humanity, especially in our country now worry about all kinds of things. <clears throat> Some of them are simply rather irrational to be worrying about, but we worry about them anyway. And there are some people who they're just, no matter what happens, no matter how things are going, even if things are going great in their life, they're worrying about what might happen. Well, again, why worry? We're taught in the scriptures against worrying. We're taught if you're walking with God faithfully and obediently, consistently, through Jesus Christ, you don't need to worry. God's there with you. He's watching over you. He's taking care of you. And so we need to learn that lesson. And we talked about three different classifications of worry. That is, three different things or general classifications of things that people worry about. And one of those is things that have already happened. Have you been there? I probably have myself. Things that have already happened. Well, if they've already happened, what good does it do to worry about them? Now, can you be concerned about consequences of bad things that have happened? Well, sure you can. But does worry help to make those things better? Doesn't, does it? In fact, worry actually only heightens your sadness or negative feelings about what has already happened. Worry can't fix it. Worry cannot make it not have happened. Well, the second classification of things that people commonly worry about, as we, we looked at it, is things that almost certainly will happen. You know, people worry about getting old. You're going to get old unless you die first. People worry about dying. Well, <laughs> unless the Lord comes again first, we're all going to die physically. But what can we do to get ready for those times? We can take proper precautions. We can buy certain kinds of medical and, and life insurance. We can try to 
take care of ourselves in wise ways as far as our finances are concerned and, and, and on and on. We can think about those things. We can try to take care of our health so that the longevity of our life can be extended. But there are things that are going to happen and there's, it does us no good to worry about those things. Going to worry about our kids growing up. They're going to grow up. Are you preparing them for what comes when they become adults? See, that's key. And that can help you eliminate the worry about that reality as they are growing up. And we could talk about a whole lot of other things, things that almost certainly are going to happen, but we have no control over keeping them from happening. They're going to happen. So prepare for them in the, in the positive ways that you can and that are practical, then you don't need to worry about them. And then people worry also about things that almost certainly never will happen. Have you thought about that? And again, there are some people, well, what if this happens? Or what if that happened? Well, okay. Has it happened? No. Do you see it right on the horizon? Is it almost ready to, to burst forth? Uh, well, no, but what if it does? What if it does? <laughs> okay. Almost certainly it's not going to happen. As, as we, we noted, Mark Twain is quoted as having said, I have worried about a great many things in my life, most of which have never happened. Isn't that the way it is with a whole lot of people? We worry about things and uh, they never happen. Many of you have probably lived through what we looked, looked uh, at toward uh, the new millennium when, when everything was, the calendar was going was gonna to click over to 2000, the year 2000. What in the world was going to happen? I mean, you know, planes were going to fall out of the sky. Ships at sea were going to just start going around in circles or maybe sink altogether. And I don't know, maybe even blow up. I mean, computers were going to crash. Uh, grocery stores were going to close. There wasn't going to be any more deliveries of foodstuffs and all the essentials of life. It was going to be potential catastrophe upon the whole world. 2001 came and gone. We're way past that now, aren't we? None of those things happened. See? But a whole lot of people were worrying about them. What if? What will we do? They didn't happen. Things that almost certainly will never happen. Remember what Jesus said in Matthew, 16, uh, Matthew 6 and verse 34. Do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. There's no need to borrow trouble by worrying about things that have not happened, that are not on the horizon, and realistically, that probably never will happen. Now, what can we do? We can walk in faithfulness with God. We can be confident that he will never leave us as long as we never leave him, James 4 and verse 8. We can take comfort in the fact that he has promised, I'm with you always, even to the, I'm, I'm with you always. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Hebrews 13, verses 5 and 6. When Jesus sent the apostles in the Great Commission, he said, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age of the world. Amen. Matthew 28 and verse 20. 
Now, what else can we do? Okay, we're talking about heart troubles here, aren't we? And so let's look at what Ezekiel said in Ezekiel chapter 18, verses 31 and 32. He wrote, cast away from you all the transgressions which you have committed and get yourselves a new heart and a new spirit. Ah, You're having a heart problem, whatever it might be. Now, whether it's laziness, whether it's gossip, whether it's hatred, or whether it's just incessant worry, get yourselves a new heart and a new spirit. If sin is in your life, get rid of the sin. Come to God for forgiveness through Jesus Christ. Repent of those sins. Turn away from them. Surrender to your Lord and Savior in baptism And the blood that he shed on the cross for you almost 2,000 years ago will cleanse you of the guilt of your sins, and you will become a new creation spiritually, 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17. You will be reborn spiritually, John 3 and verses 3 through 5. You will be made new. You will be forgiven, Acts 22 and verse 16. You will be saved, Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16. Get you a new heart. Put those transgressions, those sins out of your life. For why should you die? For I have no pleasure in the death of one who dies, says the Lord God. Therefore, turn and live. Now, if the sin problem is at the center of your worry, God has already made the way through Jesus for you to get rid of that that sin problem, to be forgiven and to have confidence that you are forgiven. Take those steps. Come to him. Seek that forgiveness his way. But now if you're worried about something that has already happened, stop worrying about it. Do what you can to deal with the consequences of whatever that was that happened. If you're worrying about something that almost certainly is going to happen, all right, Do what you can to prepare for it, and then deal with any potential consequences in a positive, productive way. Stop worrying about it. And if you're worrying about something that almost certainly will never happen, just plain stop worrying about it. Now, if there are some realistic steps that you can take to prepare for it in a positive, productive way, to guard against it, In case maybe it might happen, then do that. But stop worrying about it. Stop worrying about it. Remember what Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. The necessities of life, food and clothing, and I think we could add shelter there too. And remember what The Apostle Paul says that God has promised us, if we will walk with him in faithful dedication, obedience, he said, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Is there a real need in your life? Pray to God about it. Pray to God about it over and over. And the next verse says, and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. 
turn to God and trust God. Look forward to heaven and keep your eyes focused on eternal life. And help your children and grandchildren have the same focus and the same mindset. We'd love to help you. We'd be glad to send you a free Bible study through the postal mail. You can contact us through our website at churchofchrist.com, churchofchrist.com. Click on the email link. You can phone us at 402-498-8397, 402-498-8397. Or you can write us through snail mail at Sunny Slope Church of Christ, 3606 North 108th Street, Omaha, Nebraska, 68164. Church of Christ, 3606 North 108th Street, Omaha, Nebraska, 68164. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to pray with you and for you. We'd love to make the way for you to study God's Word. We can even do that together. Just contact us. Put, get a new heart. Put sin out of your life and turn to God through Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Father, thank you for assuring us that we don't have to live a life that is filled with worry, that we can walk with you in faithfulness, obedience, every day, all day long, and know that you're there watching over us, and you'll take care of us, and that you've got that home prepared for us in heaven when this life is over. Praise, glory, honor, and thanks be to you, Father. And please forgive us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.